Father, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercies. We thank you for this incredible gift called Jesus that you've given us. He is the wonder of wonders. We thank you for this beautiful, beautiful person named Jesus, our elder brother. So, uh, Father, I ask that you would continually reveal him to us. And Holy Spirit, I ask that you would minister to us this amazing opportunity to experience the Father, to experience the Son in this beautiful relationship with you. In Jesus' name. Amen. What a beautiful reality this gospel uh, is to us. This amazing gift of the Son, Jesus. Uh, you know, this, this, uh, the more you meditate on the fact of what the Father has given us uh, in His Son, um, an invitation, basically. Uh, when you look at the gospel, when you look at the life of Jesus and you realize that, you know, like in Romans it says, He who did not spare His own Son, but delivered Him up for Saul, how shall He not with Him also freely give us all things? And when you begin to realize that Jesus Himself was a gift from the Father, He, Jesus Himself was a kiss of the Father. And in this, Jesus is wrapped up with many gifts. And so if He gives you His best, if He gave us his very best, his only begotten son, why would he not give us all things? You know, when you, when you meditate on the person of Jesus, the, the revelation, the fact that God has given himself to us, that the Father personally, personally gave us his son so that we can enter in into the same relationship um this is this is what we what he calls inheritance is that when you receive christ or that when we are when we realize we were received into the family we were received by him and he comes and reveals Jesus Christ to us, not just a savior, not just as Lord, but as a brother, as a revelation that we are part of the family. Um, you begin to find your place uh, in the family of God. And I think this is absolutely huge, crucial that we understand our place in the family um, because if we don't get Jesus as our inheritance Jesus as our mirror brother as our joint heir we can enter into a kind of a um, almost uh, a bastard relationship with the with the father uh an outsider relationship with the father and 
You know, he gave us the sun so that we could draw near, so that we can expect to have the same relationship that Jesus had with the Father. That was the whole point. And, you know, he comes to reveal what is our inheritance. Jesus is the revelation of our inheritance. We have inherited everything that Jesus has inherited. Everything that belongs to Jesus belongs to us now. And the job of the Holy Spirit is to bear witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And that uh, Jesus promised and actually gave the fun what the function of the Holy Spirit was, was to take what belonged to Jesus and declare it to us. And so when we read the scriptures, when we read the gospels, when we look at the things that Jesus did, the Holy Spirit is to come and say, that's your inheritance. Everything that Jesus did, every miracle, every, every, every work, every miracle, every wonder, every ability, every gift, every um, accomplishment that Jesus did, uh, the Holy Spirit comes and takes all those things that he did, everything that Jesus did, everything that he is, and he says, this is now yours. This is your inheritance. You have inherited this as your own possession. And beloved, this is absolutely stunning that we have been included in the life of Jesus, included in the relationship that Jesus has with the Father. That is our inheritance. We, we get to pick up where Jesus left off and it's not that he just left off but we get to enter in and expect the same type of relationship with the father um, and all we have to do is receive it we posture ourselves as sons and it's the very reason the holy spirit the spirit of adoption is within us crying abba so that we can enter in to this relationship it, it's not just a uh, like a facet of the kingdom it's it's the only it's the only way we can approach to the father and you know that verse that evangelicals quote all the time that no one comes to the father except through me and they always use that as far as like you know any other religions there's any other way to god except but, but except jesus well i think that that means more of there's no other way to relate to god except through the relationship Jesus has with the Father. We have been invited into that relationship. And it's the very thing that Jesus shed his blood for. He literally broke his own body and shed his blood so that we can have this kind of relationship with the Father. And, and he, just so you know how serious this relationship is um we and i know in 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 the church we tend to have you know we 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 receive these ideas these doctrines of approaching god in a certain way and uh 
it always seems that we end up coming, we end up learning these, this type of relationship of coming to the, to God as sinners, as, um, you know, outcast, as, as basically ones with no father. And we, we, you know, we struggle in the church, we struggle in our walk, trying to find our place. And sadly enough, we look to a lot of different believers to have to have a relationship we gauge our relationship based on on our performance or we look at other saints and we conclude that there there's some saints that are closer to the father we try to mimic other believers or saints to have a relationship like they might have or we even look to the to the bible and try to find uh, you know, old saints, prophets, people in the Bible that we try to identify ourselves with to have their relationship with the Father. But we can only come to the Father through the relationship of Jesus Christ. That's what that verse, uh, I believe, is is declaring to us that there is only one relationship that we can enter in with the Father, and that's the relationship with the Son, the Son has with the Father. That's our expectation. That's our our inheritance. That's our base. That's our beginning. That's our beginning. And when you look at even in the Gospel of John, you know, chapter 15, 16, 17, where Jesus is praying to the He prays to the Father. He talks to the Father. And he's explaining to the disciples about coming to the Father in his name. And he boldly tells them that if you ask anything in my name, he will do it. God will do it. The Father will do it. And he tells them the Father himself loves you. And he's basically nudging them closer to the Father, saying... You are now my friends. You are now um, a part of the family. And he, he basically introduces the Father to us the way he knows the Father. And this is the way that he wants us to know the Father, is the way he knows the Father. And this is, this is our, our inheritance, our inheritance. We have inherited this incredible relationship. We can say just like Jesus, Father, I thank you that you always hear me. This is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything, if we ask anything according to your will, he hears us. If we ask anything in his name, he will do it. And this is absolutely transforming transforming in our relationship with God because we can only expect what Jesus expected with the Father because we have his faith the gift of faith we enter into the faith that Jesus had with the Father so it's a it's a 
it's a, uh, an inheritance for us that we get to participate in. Every miracle, every miracle is ours. This is who we are, you know? And Jesus, um, it says in, in Hebrews that he is the express image of his person. But Jesus is the revelation of the Father. What Jesus also is, he is also the revelation of us. He's the firstborn among many. He's the first of our kind. So when you look at Jesus, you're looking at yourself. You, we find our identity in him. He's the firstborn among many brethren. And this is who God insists that we become. He, we, he predestined us to be conformed into the image of his son. This is the way he wants to relate to us. And the beautiful thing about the blood of Jesus, the body of Christ, is that the, 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 that the blood has become for us a power, a power to disassociate from our, from our sin, from our old man, from our old identity. Um, the beautiful promise of the, of the new covenant, uh, also in Hebrews when he says, um, and it's, a, it's, it's from the Old Testament, of course, but he says, um, I'll remember your sins no more. <clears throat> and beloved, if he wants to remember our sins no more, I mean, what are we going to talk to God about if he remembers our sins no more? He doesn't want to talk about it. So he wants us to have a clean conscience and he relates to us now without a, a sin consciousness. God does not have a sin consciousness. He remembers our sins no more. Beloved, what are we going to talk about? What are we going to talk about? What does that mean? What is the implications that he remembers our sins no more? I mean... He does not want to talk about it. What are we going to talk to the Father about if our sins are completely forgotten? He wants to talk about who we are in Christ, who we really are, not what we're not. You know, and this whole thing about the Holy Spirit, and, and I believe that um, we're, we're failing to um, present to reveal, to uh, uh, present the Holy Spirit as the one who comes to to reveal who we are. Um, you know, most of the time we 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 talk about the Holy Spirit as one that convicts us of sin, and so it kind of it kind of sets us up to kind of not cooperate with the Holy Spirit as much. As, uh, as we should because I think the main function of the Holy Spirit the main job of the Holy Spirit is to continually reveal what is our inheritance to uh, come to us to uh, bear witness with our spirit that we are the children of God and so the job of the Holy Spirit I think the main job of the Holy Spirit is of course 
he comes to convict of sin, but mainly to convict you of your righteousness, to reveal who we are, to reveal that we're sons, that we have an inheritance. And I believe that this, this I don't think we've seen um, the, the, the extent, the extent of this, this function of the Holy Spirit in the body of Christ. I think that we have yet to see um, the body function with the Holy Spirit, cooperate with the Holy Spirit, and coming to a place where we are absolutely ministered to by the Holy Spirit. We are encouraged, convicted, um, like it like it says, to bear witness that we are the children of God, empowered, um, confident in our sonship, you know, just absolutely convinced, you know, like Paul said, I am persuaded. I am persuaded that neither life or death. There's a there's a persuasion of the Holy Spirit that I believe we are we are missing out on, where he comes to reveal that we are the the sons of God. We are the loved sons of God. That we are the one among that like Jesus, he was the first among many, that we are one of the many brothers, one of the many sons of God. Um I I love um the the letter by John, like the fir- first John, and there's so many little nuggets in there where he talks about whoever is born of God, whatever is born of God, overcomes the world. And you see there his expectation, the way they saw the new birth, the way John saw the new birth was was absolutely powerful. What he and his idea was that whatever is born of God, if you're born of God, you are automatically, you should overcome the world. This is an inheritance. You have an inherent DNA to overcome the world because you've been born of God. Uh, and uh, there's other verses where, he's, where he talks about whoever is born of God does not sin and he can't sin because the seed remains in him. And it's like, my goodness, we are been born again. We have a DNA. We have a new nature that that our inheritance is to overcome sin. That our inheritance is to overcome the world. This is our new nature. This is who we are. And the Holy Spirit comes to reveal that to us. To take what belongs to Jesus and reveal it to us. And it's just like the verse. We looking as in a mirror, as in a mirror. We're looking at a mirror. Jesus is a mirror to who we really are. And, and that's why I believe it's, there's a feast within us. There's an absolute huge feast uh, inside of us. There is a there's a, a discovery, a self-discovery of who we really are in Christ. And it's, uh, it's absolutely amazing. And, you know, I believe, um, you know, it's like we cannot receive, unless we begin to receive 
the promises of God, the promises that were for Jesus. You think about this, every promise that was made to Jesus, it speaks of us. It speaks of us. And that's, that's what the Holy Spirit comes. He comes to take every promise, every promise, everything that spoke of Jesus, and he says, he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. Now think about all the verses where it talks about Christ. And that's who we are. That's who we are. The glories of Christ. That's who we are in him. That's who we are in him. You know, and we we got to come to a point where even Jesus, where it says also in Hebrews, where it says, in the fullness of the book, it is written of me to do your will. There's something that happens when you begin to receive the word um, as your personal inheritance, as your personal revelation. I mean, there's something transforming. There's something that happen, that shifts within us when we begin to see that re in reality, in reality, in the fullness of the book, from the cover to cover, it is written of us. And that's where it talks about in Galatians that we become children of promise. Look, we've been promised. We were spoken of. We were written of. We are the children of promise. We are the, we are the ones that the, the words was speaking of. And it's not until we come to a, that place where we begin to take those words, those promises, we look at the scriptures and we say, my goodness, it is in the fullness of the book, it is written of me to do your will. This is who I am. This is me. This is me. This is me. In the fullness of the book, it is written of me to do your will. I delight to do your will. I love to do your will. Lo, I come to do your will. My goodness. My goodness. This is who we are. This is our inheritance. This is, this is our identity. We are born, and 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 I believe it. It says it in in James one way, and in and in John, in Peter also. It's, we've been begotten by the word of truth. We were begotten by the word. We are born of a seed. We're born of the word of God. We're born again, born from above with a new identity, from a, with a new country, with a new inheritance, invited into the, the fellowship of the Godhead, the Trinity. This is who we are. This is, this is being home. And Jesus is the revelation of being home. This is what being home is. Home with the Father. This is, this is what we can expect of the Father. Jesus came to reveal what the Father is like and what we can expect of the Father. And this is, this is one thing that I've been meditating on is that the Father, the Father loves the Son and shows Him all things. Do you think Jesus said those things to rub it in our faces? He's, this is you. This is who we are. The Father loves the sons and shows them all things. Beloved, this is, this is the, that's the point. Everything Jesus did was so that we can have confidence. We can look at the life of Jesus 
and rejoice because that is ours. It's not so that we can feel distant. And that's what the enemy would, would come is to, to bring a divide between Jesus and us when everything he did was to absolutely reveal and to make us feel included in that relationship. You know, and just like John, that which we have seen and heard, which our hands have handled, looked upon, truly our fellowship is with the Father and the Son. This is the invitation. And to see and read how John would lean on the chest of Jesus. He felt welcome, included, welcome. I mean, this is absolutely amazing that's what happens when you spend time with jesus is you feel welcome into the family you feel welcome into the trinity and the holy spirit comes and he's and and he 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 confirms he witnesses to you that you are part of the family you're included this is your inheritance and so beloved i leave you with these words uh magnificent glories magnificent um Oh my goodness, so, so beautiful what he has done. It is amazing. Jesus is a miracle. We are miracles. Uh, the Father is so good to us. The Father is so good. We are his dreams. We are his sons. Truly, we are the sons of God. We've been born in the mind of God. We were chosen in him before the foundations of the world. We've been adopted and included. Ah. Oh. <laughs> so I leave you with this invitation until next time guys see ya